0: Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Welcome in to the Eric Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from right here in the studio, formerly known as one that was named after a hardware store. Uh, The gift that keeps on giving. When are these former Zaniacs going to get it through their thick skulls? That if they continue to try to vilify and attack your old pal EZ, why would I not discuss that? Now, for a long time, these clowns have done this. We just want to move on. (laughs) We just want you to leave us alone. And I'm like, okay, cool all right, then do it. And then in the meantime, they're fabricating scarecrows for the, we hate Eric Zane party. Uh, they're beating me up on the castaways United page over God knows what. And it's like, you know, when you do that, that is wind in my sails. That gives me so I'm telling you, uh, The guy who, uh, one of the Zaniacs, former Zaniacs, Craig, uh, Craig Danitz from Clearwater, Florida. He has said numerous times whenever it's happening on uh, the Facebook page or whatever. He says, why do you guys keep doing this? He is going to talk about this. The last thing we want to do is give him something to talk about. Not that I ever struggle with coming up with something to talk about. Okay, but let's be honest here. Tea and drama. Spilling of the tea and drama. That is a... uh, That... When I have uh, stories like uh, Trump indicted again, uh, blindside says it was all a lie. Okay? And this goes over that. I mean... You know, when you guys do that, it's that much of a priority. So thank you. The audience loves, loves when I beat you morons up. Okay. It is just, it's so simple. You're not good at this. I've been doing this all of my life, running my mouth. Uh, You will not find me trying to talk my way out of that. I am, I have from a very, very young age, I have been doing this. I've got my Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours times about 10. So, you know, this is kind of my wheelhouse. You're like high school football team. Uh, I'm the uh, New England Patriots. I'm the 85 Bears. So yesterday, I parked on the uh, Eric Zane Show subreddit where someone had a long-winded post. And I am going to read it again just for context because some of you may not have been here for the Monday show or know anything about this. Excuse me, I need to drink this. So I'm kind of lost here. I keep seeing posts about FBH, which is weird to see FBH. Freebird and Hobbings and Eric about who is the most popular. Now, I did not make those posts. They were done on a show that I haven't been around with. I haven't been involved with for almost eight years. Which, by the way, I uh Nearly took second place on that poll. Joe was first. Actually, I nearly took third place. Hot Wings was second. Free Beer was third. Easy fourth. Uh, anyway, some audience member of both shows uh, posted it and, uh, and had fun with it. Whatever. Great. I had nothing to do with that. But this guy says, I mean, the truth is, who gives a damn? Eric can talk all the shit he wants. But the truth is, his cocksucker is what got him fired. So apparently, I put penises in my mouth. I mean, why would you knock that? What's wrong with that? Some people really find that enjoyable. Why is that such an insult? I have actually not had a penis in my mouth. But uh, many people who do tell me it's great. So who knows? Maybe one day. I don't know. He has even admitted it himself. Then he goes, "Uh, but even though Eric's admitted it himself, I'm sure his narcissistic ass would never admit it, admit to it now. Well, that's not true. Come on now. Eric Zane is a damn, Eric Zane is a damn has-been. Still dumbfounded how he keeps the sponsorships he has. I mean, I would love to see the actual stats or how much business he brings him. I'm sure it's not a ton. I mean, he's screwed over his local people. Referring to the um, uh, former Zaniacs. I don't understand this line, so I'm sure most of it is tax write-offs. I mean, he's screwed over his local people. I just can't see people from, let's say, Florida saying, hey, let's." this person thinks that uh, because of, half a dozen Zaniacs in West Michigan um, were butthurt from an incident a year and a half ago that that's all my local audience. I have no more local audience. Um, I mean, he screwed over his local people. I just can't see people from, let's say, Florida saying, hey, let's call this number because Eric Zane said I should. Eric Zane has never been anything special. I mean, really, he's a guy with a big freaking mouth. True. And most of the shit that comes out of it is nothing more than lies. I mean, his biggest content is his brother-in-law's stinky ass and his dogs. Well, that's pretty good, actually. Oh, wait. I forgot his other content is talking shit about the older people in the chat. Now, that's not true at all. There's a lot of stupid people. Wait a minute. Are you saying, like, older, like, uh, amount of time that they've been listening or actually the elderly? Like Maureen, I made that joke yesterday. So for all of you new people who didn't know the room he uses for his podcast was built by the older audience from the show. So yes, you are welcome for our hard work. Did you also know he invited us to his house for a pool party, but then after he decided to shame people for thinking he liked them. All right. This goes on and on and on. I've already, I, I don't You can look at it on your own. So then I'm enjoying the day yesterday. Uh, over at Bosco's. And uh I see there's a couple more comments. I thought it was dying down. But enter Jamingo. Okay. So John, who again, over consecutive weeks on his show, the bigot bunker. Um had a whole segment about me. I ignored it after the first one. And then after the second one, I was like, ah, well, and I I took uh, those two uh, bits of content and all the posts on the stupid Castaways United. I said, all right, let's just uh, encapsulate them in one big show and just take them down uh, for a whole day. And it was very one-sided, of course, because it was just me. Um, But it it, it doesn't matter. I used all their words against them. I I think my favorite part was when John suggested that Boring Dean was a sexual deviant uh, with Kate, Kate Creer, the wife of Paul Creer, councilman for Stafford Township, um, was taking exception to John saying, oh, that's not true. And and, uh, John's going, oh, yeah, he is. He really is. And then I think, uh, joke master Boomer, or, uh, John, wait a minute. No Boomer Bob was then (laughs) saying, Oh no, I, I kind of agree with John. Um, Corey wrote all the former zaniacs are pieces of shit with no social awareness and behave like animals. So I'm looking at this (laughs) and, uh, first of all, LV, uh, Maki, who is in here right now, says, so glad I found this podcast after all the MAGA shitheads got kicked out. Nothing worse than entitled middle-aged white people. FOD. Don't know what that stands for. By the way, not all people who are MAGA are like shitheads. They just happen to be shitheads who are MAGA. John weighs in with this. It's Bigot Bunker. Please get it right. John says, I have to be honest. The original post sounds like a false flag post to me. I think Eric wrote that himself. August is a slow news month. Wait a minute. What do you mean? August is a slow news month. You mean like historically news doesn't happen in August? Really? So he's suggesting that because August is a slow news month and I wouldn't have anything to talk about otherwise, I have to write the stupid thing myself and then beat up John. Idiot. We need look no further than today alone. Trump, blindside, uh, lady gets attacked by otters. Uh, that's just three off the top of my head that are going to buy me an hour and 15 minutes. That is ridiculous to even suggest that August is a slow news month, moron. I just, I just feed off of what is fed to me. You. You are stupid. Stand by. That post was at least 15 minutes of content. I agree with that. Hell, this reply is another 15 minutes. Yes, correct. So you know, yet you continue to do these things. If it was up to me, I would tear into Eric like a grizzly bear exposing all his left-wing goose-stepping lies what left wing the fuck is wrong with you i'm a one-half conservative you idiot i can't believe he is still pushing not now he jumps into this i can't believe he is still pushing that covid shot it's proven that it doesn't stop you from getting it or giving it wow cool john that was a wild turn in this first it was Uh, I shouldn't even be in I shouldn't even be responding to the first false flag. I shouldn't be responding to this, but I am. I would tear into Eric like a grizzly bear exposing my left wing lies. And then he's talking about COVID shot. This is why your show sucks. You can't focus. And then he goes into like various shit that he's read on the studio. Uh, fucking whatever. Listening to Dan Pongino or whatever. Uh, uh, a COVID fax. I write, of course it is to you. By the way, what's your problem with me? I never did anything to you. He doesn't address me. Um, he said this next uh, portion before I wrote that. He wrote, the issue is that Bob, Kate, and the rest of the people he bullies because they stopped their Patreon subscri- subscription Would like me to leave him alone. Eric isn't worth it. It's hard for me not to club him back with cold, hard facts. Well, uh, please let us fill me in on some cold, hard facts, Bob. John, whatever the fuck your name is, who gives a shit? I'll leave you with this prediction. Eric won't last. Well, hold on. I'll leave you with this prediction. Eric won't last on Who Are These Broadcasts. He's just not good at it. I listened to last week's WATP. I can hear when Carl's annoyed with the guest. I heard that a lot on Saturday. Okay, so what he's referring to there is uh, uh, I have a sideshow that I will debut today at um, 3 p.m. Who Are These Broadcasters? Where Carl, myself, and Christian Blatt... Um, we'll review various hilarious moments and controversial moments from just broadcasting, and uh, they invited me to be. They said, "Would you like to be part of this?" I said, "Well, yeah, sure, I'd love to." John, who is a jealous, jealous, fat little monkey, uh, is is suggesting that that uh, I I'm not good enough to be on that show, and he knows Carl because he can tell when Carl is annoyed. Yeah, I know him too. I've been his friend for the last two and a half years. I think I know a little bit about Carl and I often say to him, hey, if you ever think that this is terrible or I stink, please do not be shy. Just send me on my way and and that's, that's fine. That's why I wrote in this text message. With that, I posted, really? Thanks again for having me. I hope I didn't suck shit on Saturday's edition of Who Are These Podcasts. Carl wrote you were fantastic. Thanks so much for doing the show See you Tuesday are you suggesting that you know Carl better than Carl knows Carl John Oh my God this guy is fantastic And then I added are you referring to Kate Creer wife of Stafford Township councilman Paul Creer yeah that's right. Um, and then one of them flagged that. And said that I was um, uh, either Kate or John, flagged that, flagged the moderator of this subreddit as this is harassment of me by revealing sensitive information. So, because I said that, Kate Creer, wife of Stafford Township Councilman, Republican, Paul Creer, and uh, flagged it. See, it says it's personal and confidential information sent that off to the moderator of the uh, Eric Zane Show subreddit, which I am the moderator, so I then approved the comment and said, no, it's not. Thanks for playing. Bye-bye. Which is hilarious. They flagged it like I did something. Hey, we're reporting this to Eric Zane. He's going to put Eric Zane uh, in check over that. Well, yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad. uh, Approved, you idiots. (laughs) They petitioned me about my comment. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, Ryan says cage match. Big fraud taking on Jamingo. Agreed. I will fly to Jersey to fight you anywhere you fat fuck i'll fight you and i'll fight fucking boomer bob i'll even fight that crazy bitch kate and her stupid ass husband i guess, i'm guessing they uh, sleep in twin beds in separate rooms i would guess that kate gets her dick from microcock Jamingo. i accept all fights I will fight any of those people. In the street? Yes, in the street, in front of your homes. I'll make a tour. I'll go down to Buttfuck, Alabama, beat the shit out of Bob. Then I will go to fucking Stafford Township, beat up Paul and Kate. And then I will go to wherever the fuck that fat bastard lives, and I'll fight him too. Uh, Agreed. I will do it. Ryan says it'll go down like Musk v. Zuckerberg with Musk saying he needs surgery and wants to practice in Zuckerberg's backyard with him first. Um, Yeah, that whole uh, um, dynamic of, yeah, Eric's just mad that he lost the Patreon people. Yeah, they have been more than made up for. You know, this is this is no big deal. I'd never, it, it was a big deal for a little amount of time. I had some stress and anxiety after I decided to uh, um, uh, attack the former Zaniacs as best as I could and just rip that scab off. But I, I don't give a shit. I was never uh, upset that anybody canceled the Patreon. I was upset because when I told Dean to fuck off they all turned on me and uh then i was like well you know that's how it goes uh they they chose dean uh over over me and and i i'm okay with that i don't have a problem with any of that um kent says that easy is a gd libertarian i'm more a libertarian than i am a uh a leftist, you know. I think Joe Biden's a, a crooked piece of shit who should be uh who should be in jail as much as Trump should be in uh in jail. Uh L V Maki says FOD stands for fuck off and die. I didn't know that. Linda says. I'm, I'm not sure they're entitled because they have nothing. And it's so true. I mean, my God. And then they're like, well, it wouldn't be so bad if his fucking uh, people who are on our, our Facebook page wouldn't tell him." I want them to tell me. Because it's hysterical that you dipshits think that you are funny and engaging and witty, intelligent. Attractive, oh my God! Patrick says I listen because of the stu- The studio is aesthetically pleasing, but he spells aesthetically, E S T H. I'm pretty sure that starts with an A. No offense, but I th- I think uh, I think there's some. Uh, you got to brush up on your spelling skills. Patrick, I love you. You know that. Um, Let's see. Nothing else. Kent says, those dipshits could just boot people off their page if they didn't want it to come back to you. Well, there are several... That there's a lot of people on it there's more than a thousand people on it only about 10 participate most it's just they don't even pay attention to it but so when they do get on there rather than just having like a um a local uh uh mailing list on messenger like a, like a group chat they just post it out there so if anyone on there is pals with um uh, with me and just keeps a low profile then they they tip me off they go hey they they said this about you I go oh now, truth be told, I do pay attention to it in case there's anything that they say that um, I could like sue someone over, um, and and they they never do. They like haven't done that, um, but um, they they do tip me off when when my name is brought up because, oh my God, I, it's fucking great. This is this is so simple. You make my job so goddamn easy, and Jamingo, you have no ability to do anything to me. If you really want to do this, um, uh, you're more than welcome to be on my show. You 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 are carte blanche. You have carte blanche. You can come on my show and discuss any of this with me. I would love that, as well as I would love to be on your show. If you want to discuss anything, I will answer all of your questions. You can accuse me of all the wild things you want to accuse me of, and I will gladly put a finer point on it for you. Beating the shit out of you like I am right now or have been for weeks now is is easy. You're not here to defend yourself. But if you ever want to give yourself a fighting chance and uh, tear into me like a grizzly bear, whatever stupid thing you said, by all means, uh, let me know. You have all of my contact information. I won't run from anything. You're invited. You You can come on right now. I would reach out to you and say, Yes, here you go. My God. So don't even act for one second. Like you can't be on this show. Okay? You can come, you can come out every fucking day if you want. You're a goddamn gold mine, you fat fuck. Jesus Christ. You might as well get here, though, sometime soon, because you're old, you're fucking disgusting. Your arteries around your heart are full of fucking plaque and you're going to have a goddamn widow maker before you know it. So make haste and get your fat fucking ass on here. All right. That's what you need to do. And Bob, oh God, me bullying Bob. When the fuck have I ever bullied Bob? The only time I've ever said anything about fucking Bob is when I was responding to you dipshits talking about me. And all I had to do was let Bob tell jokes and blink his eyes like a goddamn goldfish. Do they blink over and over again uh, on the... uh, Boy, that was dumb. When do we... Goldfish don't blink. (laughs) That was like one of Bob's jokes. Jesus Christ. So no, I I don't bully Bob. Jesus, what what uh by the way, what blinks a lot. What can I I was trying to compare him to something there and I failed miserably. Anyway. You get you get what I'm talking about. That's the only time I've ever said anything about Bob. That dipshit. Jesus Christ. It's not my fault that he's lonely as fuck because his wife found a better man. They should do a podcast with all the, uh, his his eyes flap like hummingbird wings. Better. Better than goldfish. Um, all right. In fact, you both can be on this show. You can uh, plan your attack. Oh, shit. All right. So, again, the only thing you're right about, John is that I will use your words. Correct. I will use your words. And you know, one of the um, uh, side effects of this is a lot of my audience is going to check out your show Wednesday. I realize that. It's worth it to me. I'm not going to be the one that goes, I don't want to give them the publicity If I had to choose between not wanting to give you the publicity and I am choosing not wanting to give you the publicity and ranting and raving about how much of a dumb fuck you are, I will take ranting and raving about how much of a dumb fuck you are 10 out of 10 times. I don't give a shit if anyone wants to spend their Wednesday watching their show. Take that opportunity. Do a good job. Be engaging. Be funny. Be interesting. Good for you. Don't waste that opportunity. I, I've said this before. I think there are moments on that show where it's actually uh, pretty good. Not all. And I would say that about me too. Um... I would say that your show is good enough that it would not be reviewed on Who Are These Podcasts. It's actually something that I think I could listen to um, until you guys get into some of your political shit. I just, I just can't deal. But when you're actually being uh, funny with each other, I can take that. I think it's, it's uh, acceptable. It's not terrible. It's adequate. Good enough. It's better than a lot of the shit I hear on podcasts. Uh, but fucking hey, you're a goddamn imbecile. Holy shit. So if you want to pull your whole uh, grizzly bear tough-talking shit on me, do it here. Do it here, you fat fuck. What are you waiting for? God. You might even win. All right. Nate says we could compare John or Bob. God, why can't I keep those fuckers straight to Blinken from Men in Tights? (laughs) I'll have to take your word for it. Um, Linda says, get over it already, losers. It's been over a year since Eric lied to your ears. So, I don't know. All right, that concludes this portion of the Beating Up Jamingo show. I hope there is another one. I hope next time I can do it with this fucking face on here. By the way, after I posted that Kate is the uh, wife of Stafford Township Councilman Paul Creer. Um, which, by the way, if... Paul Creer's constituents were aware that Kate is on there laughing along when they play drops uh that have the n-word can you imagine what the voters would think about that oh no oh no Uh, NJ.com, headline. Asbury Park Press, headline. New Jersey 101, headline. Councilman Creer's wife participates in far right podcasts with N words flying. Oh my God! What? Councilman Creer is going to be. I I can guarantee you, he doesn't know what the fuck goes on on that show. What Councilman Creer, he has no idea. He's just like, oh, I'm just going to let her do her thing. She's happy. She stays out of my way. I don't have to deal with her. Jesus Christ. You know, and it's not really your fault, Kate. Well, it is because you associate with these scumbags. You should hear the shit she said about um what's the name of the one that got the Bud Light cans? The 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 guy used to be a guy, now is a girl, and then everybody hates Bud Light now. What is that name? Um, Danielle Marshall, Dylan, Bob Dylan. Uh. Dylan Mulvaney, Dylan Mulvaney. Oh my God. You should hear what she says about Dylan Mulvaney. Like all this hate talk. What the fuck? All right. Um, anyway, that would be horrible. If the constituents found out about that, I would not want to be like an elected official. That'd be a free market solution to be sure. You got to be careful what you say when you're an elected official or what, when you're, you got to be careful what your wife says. Jesus. Chris says, Daniel Marshall, LOL. What the fuck? Old school NBA guy. Well, I got the DM in there. Come on. All right. Uh, All right. That's it. That's it. I'm done. I swear to God. From the uh, broadcasting live from the uh, Councilman Paul Creer Studios. Uh, this is the Eric Zane Show podcast. And I am now going to kick the Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube folks out. I appreciate you so much for being here. You, as always, can download the show, the audio podcast, wherever you download shows. Um, On any podcasting platform, just search Eric Zane Show Podcast on any of the podcasting platforms, and you are good to go. You can listen uh, at your leisure, on demand. Same thing for Twitch as well. Those episodes are up there in perpetuity. You can check any old episodes out, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Thank you again to John for uh, 37 minutes of high-octane fuel You are the wind beneath my wings, Jamingo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the show and fueling me with, well, what I would say is a spectacular rant. Um, The audience uh, seems to agree with that. I'm getting favorable reviews in the comments. That makes me happy that they enjoy these types of moments when I have to obliterate disgusting fucks like you. Okay. Oh, by the way, by the way, um, one more thing on this, one more thing on this. Um, God damn it. I wrote Okay. I, in all seriousness, John, you really do hate black people. Don't you? No offense, but you and your pack are ugly people. Not just physically, but ugly on the inside. Really gross. And that's true. The N-word usage on the show is off the charts. Even I was like, oh my God. Holy fuck. Hideous. Hideous. Very, very bad. Ryan says... I don't understand the disclaimer. The Eric Zane show podcast would like to remind you. I can't even, why Why would I, why would I read the disclaimer? I'm not, I'm not making shit up. No, I refuse. You're going to get a ban. If you make me read that disclaimer. All right. Um, okay. So I'm going to kick you guys out now. Thank you so much for being here. Enjoying the, uh, open. And live stream of the show. Oh, one more thing. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up free for seven days. Wednesday is another fraudulent Wednesday. We're kicking off the evening with another episode of Who Are These Justins? Ben Glaze and I are going to review the latest material from Justin, uh, the idiot from the Free Bear and Outwing show. My God, who we just obliterated on Who Are These Podcasts? Uh, We'll have who are these Justins and then we will do the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast afterwards. Thank you so much for following on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane for free seven days. What are you waiting for? Uh, You do have to put a payment form in there, but what the fuck, you know, Uh, do that and then off you go. Um, After the seven days, it will charge you. If you cancel before the seven days, no charge. And you get the full seven days. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you so much for signing up for free. All right. Uh, the Facebook feed and the Twitch stream brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Um, all right. Maureen says, I was on vacation, Kyle. Nice to be missed. Uh, Maureen, by the way, had a um, donation made in her name to Harbor Humane by Chris in Buffalo. What happened was, Chris said to me, when you are doing your voice tracks on the almighty Big 101.3, Eric Zane, Will you please refer to yourself as the Toon Man? And if you do, if you do, I will go ahead and I will donate $50 um, to Harbor Humane. And he did that. Now, he writes here, EZ, I might have been buzzed and made a mistake when I was making the donation and clicked on, cause you can click on, um uh on behalf of the person and you, and you can also click on in memory of, oops, Chris says, or they say, Chris, thank you for your generous $51 50 cent donation in memory of Maureen Smith donations like this ensure we can uh, be the temporary home necessary for the 4,000 plus animals that enter our care each year through caring for our county's stray animals to transfers from crowded shelter partners. We're often kept on our toes and rely heavily upon donations to fulfill our mission of providing second chances at life and love. Thank you for investing in our organization and the animals we serve. We acknowledge this donation as requested, but the problem is, Um, Maureen's not dead. She may be the most elderly member of the audience, but she is definitely not dead. Now, when I say the most elderly, yes, I do mean chronologically, but definitely not in spirit, heart, and soul, and beauty. Okay? Um... Until I'm told otherwise who the oldest person is. There was that guy, Bob, uh, may have been old. I don't think Sir Bob of Oliver, but there was another guy named Bob. But he may have been uh, alienated by my tough talking against Republicans. Um, Megan says Allison will be with us at the car show so we can raise awareness for all. That Harbor Humane does. I am so happy. I, You know, boy, I, I saw it coming, too, because I introduced Megan and um, Allison to each other. Um, and they have, as predicted, become just fast friends. Irvine's every year has a local sponsor that they partner up with. And this year they partnered up with Harbor Humane. And, um, so what's going on is there is a fundraiser on August 24th, a week from, uh, wait, today's Tuesday. So that would be a week from Thursday, a week and two days from now, Thursday, August 24th at 5 PM. I'm pretty sure it's 5 PM. Please correct me if otherwise, uh, if the time is incorrect, Megan, I see you're in the chat. Um, and I love this event. Oh my God. So people show up and, uh, they have their fantastic automobiles expecting even more, uh, attendance, better attendance than last year, which last year was just a lot of fun. Um, so I want you all to come out and hang out with me, Megan, Allison, uh, bunch of other audience members. We can go out to eat after over at Beltline Bar. What do you say? Have some drinks, hang out to the wee hours of the night. If you like, that's what we did last year. We had so much fun. I think it was me and just the girls. Kyle Ryan was there too. So he kind of, well, I can't say that Kyle Ryan sees like, uh, Kyle Ryan seems like a manly man who's just into Dick, you know? So anyway, uh, that will be on the 24th. At Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Five to eight drinks after. I imagine the ladies will start drinking beforehand. Megan says her dad was there. Yeah, that's right. Your dad was there. Kyle Ryan was there. Uh, Maureen says Kyle was there. You told him to stop being gay and get over there. All right. Um, where is my brain right now? What was I talking about? Okay. The car show. So join me for the car show. It's going to be a lot of fun and I want to see you there. Uh, the open and live stream brought to you by blue frost it, the managed it service provider for the Eric Zane show podcast. And to me, this is one of my favorite sponsors. Um, it's a, um, I'm asking businesses to keep blue frost it in mind with the rest of you, just as consumers, businesses are consumers too, but it's kind of like a niche thing because you got one business, blue frost it petitioning other businesses, trying to get their message out through me about their services. So you have a business, you have tech that makes your business go, uh, go and grow. And, um, there's going to come a time when you need new tech. All right. I think I'm getting there right now, actually. Um, and when you upgrade, your best plan is to sit down with a professional to find out what exactly the tech needs are available to you that you might not even know about that can make your business better. Otherwise, you're probably just going to start buying things that you think are appropriate, and then maybe you're buying too much, too little, or not the right um technology to support your business you could be making your life harder and the time to do all this is a real pain in the ass time is money sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation with blue frost it who will then make a recommendation about what you need to make your business hum all right that looks great buy it you buy your stuff uh the stuff comes in blue blue frost has it they set it up for you now they have a project okay the project is established they do it they get your tech up and running, and then before you say goodbye to them, you sign up for them to be your managed IT service provider. You now have a tech department. You pay them a little bit each month. It's an insurance uh, insurance policy to make sure that your tech is uh, operating at an optimum level all the time. I do this for my business. That was the first uh, quote-unquote employee I ever had was my tech department with Blue Frost IT. You need this. It's step one for a business these days. Reach out to them at 616-285-50. All right. Um, your old pal EZ needs to go tinkle, and then we're going to talk Trump getting indicted again. Holy shit. Um, my God. And, and how this is going to backfire against the Democrats. In my opinion... Every one of these indictments uh, will bolster his popularity even more. It's now starting to get to a level where there's like uh, a lot of people who may have been on the fence are like, well, this is too much because most people are stupid and they're going to start to like really sympathize somehow with this fucking idiot. And uh, so this is going to uh, blow up in their face and Trump will probably win. I didn't think that before, but now I'm starting to think he will win. Okay, don't go anywhere. B.W. Ionia is uh, ill-informed, as I was too. Um, Writes, making sure Trump can't run for president again is pretty worthwhile. Mark writes this. Easy. I heard you say that if Trump is convicted of a felony, he cannot run. Not true. He can. And if elected, still be sworn in as president. Check out this link. Uh it was an article back in June of 23. Can stump it can stump my god. Can Trump still be president? I combined still and Trump to make stump. Can Trump still be president if he's convicted of a crime or found liable in a civil case? Um, This was relating to the indictment on 37 federal felony counts related to his alleged mishandling of classified documents after leaving office. He, of course, pled not guilty or pleaded not guilty. Uh, That was the first time federal charges had ever been brought against a former president. It's the second criminal case filed against Trump. This is, again, from June. not uh, Has nothing to do with yesterday. Marks the latest legal challenge. In early September, Trump surrendered to authorities in New York over the falsifying business records. 34 felony accounts there. He pleaded not guilty to those charges. Back in May, he was found liable in a civil case against Gene Carroll. That was so crazy. Uh, She claimed Trump raped her in a department store fitting room in the 1990s and defamed her when she came forward. The jury did not find that he raped her, but did find that he sexually abused her. Think about that. You know that you're uh, made of Teflon if you can be found liable of sexual abuse in this day and age and nobody cares, they ordered him to pay her $5 million. Um, the three cases raised raised an intriguing question about his bid to retake the white house. Can he still become president if he's convicted in New York or Florida? The short answer is yes, from a legal perspective. While charges against a former president and leading contender for a party's major presidential nomination are unprecedented, there is nothing in the Constitution that prevents someone who has been charged or convicted from seeking or taking office. Now, we all assumed, and I don't know where we all heard that from, that you couldn't. There's also nothing barring someone found liable in a civil suit from entering the White House. It's quote, it's pretty widely accepted that the list of qualifications in the Constitution is exclusive. That is, Congress or states cannot add qualifications to those listed in the Constitution. Said Derek Muller, a law professor at the University of Iowa, who said this before Trump's indictment. It's something that really doesn't affect your ability to run as a candidate, to appear on the ballot, or to even win the election. Um, and so this is just crazy. I I firmly believe that these indictments are, are handing the election to Trump. Um, Let's see here about this story. And this indictment came down. The timeline was last night at eleven twelve PM, Trump and others joined a conspiracy. I'm sorry, 1104 Trump and 18 others charged in the um, 2020 election probe, including Mark Meadows, who was the former chief of staff and Rudy Giuliani. Charged in this indictment refused to accept that Trump lost and they knowingly and willfully joined a conspiracy to unlawfully change the outcome of the election in favor of Trump. Uh, This is in the state of Georgia. These are state of Georgia charges, which um, I don't think he can pardon because they're state charges. He can pardon on federal charges. So it could very feasibly be he is convicted of a felony and is the president of the United States. My God. Uh, In addition to the 19 defendants listed in the indictment, as many as 30 unindicted co-conspirators were involved in the criminal scheme. This was the one where he said to uh, the Secretary of State in Georgia, I need 11,000 votes, which was like 11,380 votes or some shit. It was like one more than what he was trailing by. It was on a recorded call of him saying it. Trump had said before this indictment was handed down, In a speech, he said, I'm hoping for a fourth indictment and that'll seal up the uh, uh, primary win for me. There is no reason to even discuss the seriousness of these charges. Why would I waste your time? Why would anybody waste the time about discussing this guy is so Teflon he makes Don Gotti, goddammit, John Gotti look like sandpaper. Jesus, I fucked that goddamn joke up. I continue to fuck jokes up jokes up today and not be able to fucking talk. Shit. Don Gotti, what an asshole. Let's get the president on here. See what he has to say about this. Hello.
2: This is America's favorite president, Donald Trump, maybe since George Washington. I don't
0: know. Oh, it, it's I thought it was a recording. Good mor—Good morning, sir. Well, good morning to you, uh, Mr. President. This is Eric Zane. I do the Eric Zane Show podcast. Oh, sir. Uh oh. Is he hanging up on me? What the? I don't know what was. I can't tell if that was a recording like he was fucking around or if that really was Trump. Uh, Amanda says he's mad at you.
2: This is the wonderful voicemail of President Trump. Let's make America great again together with your message.
0: I don't know. What the fuck is going on? Well, I need the president to call me back then. This is this is crazy. I don't know why he would be pissed off at me. Uh, in my opinion, this fourth, I agree with Trump. The fourth indictment. Shows up, well, the primary, I don't even think that was in question. My God. Uh, I just want it to be closer so that he can, um, uh, what do you call it? Be on the um, uh, debates. Uh, PSN Bleach says he would have to be found guilty of the insurrection to be disqualified for running for office. Well, that contradicts what we just talked about. Listen. She goes Trump. Uh, Hello, Eric Zane Show podcast. It's such
2: amateur hour over here. I'm so sorry. We started a new girl this morning with the phones and I gotta be out as big fraud, Zane. You you contacted Samantha this morning. you said you'd said you'd have us on in the eight a.m. hour. Yeah. And you, I had to sit and watch you listen and talk about this John Jamingo and went on and, on and on and on and you never
0: brought us on. Yeah, I'm
2: sorry. So it's the nine o'clock hour.
0: I'm sorry, sir. Sometimes these things happen. I get on a roll and then, uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure you can relate. I mean, you've you you talk to audiences for like three hours at a time.
2: Oh, of course. Of course. I totally understand. Some things happen by the way, this John Jamingo you talk about, he's, I think he's terrific from what he sounds like. I think, I think, I don't know, maybe you're on the wrong side of the fence on this one big fraud.
0: Well, you're right. I think you would, um, uh, you would have a wonderful time talking with him. He would, uh, he, he is, he's right up your alley. He is a fan of you.
2: It's so true. And you gotta be so careful with the vaccine talk, you know, I mean, as you know, I got them done in, what, nine months, and it was supposed to take anywhere from five to, what, 12 years. I broke their ass. Right. I broke their ass so bad. And you don't know, you know who doesn't like it too much? The FDA, because they were they were very bureaucratic, and I got it done. I got it done so fast. But I don't even really like to talk about it, Well, because well, as a Republican, you know, it's not, not a great thing to talk well, about. Well, yeah,
0: I mean, Jamingo, he thinks that your vaccine is shit, sir.
2: Yeah, for some reason, you know, that's that's just the people love the vaccines and the people that hate the vaccines, but conservatives aren't. You know, I understand both sides of it, by the way. I understand it. And we just yeah. have to, you know, we have to move on from it. We can't talk about it.
0: Well, that's all right. Fine. If you insist. But uh, what I do want to get into is uh, you were hoping for a fourth indictment. Isn't that right? And then lo and behold, here's a fourth indictment. Oh,
2: and it. it Absolutely. And it comes in at such a weird hour, such a weird hour, by the way. You know, I was recently, as you know, in the wonderful state of Iowa and Rhonda Sactamonius drew almost no crowd at the Iowa State Fair. This was on the weekend on Saturday. Right. Yeah. Neither did any other candidate with, of course, the exception of your favorite president, which is me. Thousands and thousands of people, by the way, they attended this in the... I broke probably state fair records. Let's be (laughs) so honest about that.
0: Yeah. I don't
2: know if that just goes to show you this indictment. I mean, first of all, the fact should just drop out. Let's be honest about that. I mean, he's in single digit numbers, such terrible numbers that he's in. I probably, my numbers are so high. You you wouldn't believe the numbers that I have in this indictment. It's only going
0: to help that. Right. Um, it, you know, I cannot, um, it's, it's, it's silly to think, that there's anything that can stop the Trump train right now. I mean, you uh, have been just shrugging these things off like no big deal. Well, they're no big
2: deal because we have a low-life prosecutor, this deranged Jack Smith. Did you know that he broke into my Twitter account or whatever the hell they're calling it? What is it, like the artist formerly known as Twitter? I don't know (laughs) what they're calling it. He breaks into my account and he says, He finds information. I mean, what could he possibly find that's not already known? Just like the early morning raid of Mar-a-Lago, it's all crooked. It's all illegal. It's all being done by Joe Biden. It's so corrupted. He's so incompetent and incognizant, I say it all the time. He's maybe the worst president in the history of the country, don't you think?
0: Sir, what did you think about that uh, song by that uh, uh, artist named Oliver Anthony about uh, rich men north of Richmond?
2: Oh, it's a tremendous song. I think our our song people are looking into it. I think we're going to try to use that, and probably on the campaign trail. We don't know. We got to reach out. He's very hard to get a hold of. We've got a couple of emails out to him and such forth, and uh, he's not he's not responding. He's not responding. He blew up overnight, though. They he say. did. They're he did that. I don't know. Yeah, that.
0: and and conservatives are like now. I I love him too, but uh, uh, conservatives really love that guy. He he feels that. Uh, or uh, they feel that he's singing to them for the common man. And and you you uh, like to fancy yourself as a, as a common man too, right, sir?
2: Oh, I'm as common as they come. In fact, I was just uh, doing a little morning golfing out on my Trump International course here in Blah, right? uh, and I was with my my iron. I said I could probably shoot it all the way over there, and I did. I did so great, Big Fraud. I, I got it right where I wanted it. It's I understand golf probably better than anyone. I know you try your hand at golf and you're so terrible
0: at it. Yeah, no, I hate golf. I, I you know, if if I, if every golf course were burning like Maui, it would make me happy. I hate oh, golf. it's
2: terrible! It's terrible. By the way, what happened to those Hawaiian people? I think isn't that where Obama was from? He probably had something to do with it. We well,
0: don't know. it's a state. It's been a state since like 1959. Right. Of course, it's totally a state right so yeah that's i don't uh and
2: they have a governor there is a democratic governor he's not that great of a governor
0: he's going on and he's
2: trying to say that the fires went through so quickly so quickly that they weren't able this is the democrat governor by the way right right he's going on and he's saying the fire went through so quickly so quickly that they couldn't activate the emergency sirens he said that the wires burned it's such fake news it's trash okay I mean, people should
0: be looking into that they okay so you're suggesting that he intentionally wanted to kill those people
2: oh i think it's totally a, i would i would well, come on, big fraud you can't go that far but let's just say maybe they wanted to do a little something to uh-huh. the democrats i don't know Oh,
0: okay interesting It's that that has some type of political angle to it um
2: Everything, everything's political. They're doing a witch hunt on me with these fake news in the middle of an election season. These people will not stop. They continuously go after me for reasons I can't possibly understand. They, they have, It's slime is what it is. It's such slime when you think about it. These people, they're dirty, they're filthy. The swamp. Remember what? I used to go on and During on about the, the swamp.
0: swamp drain the swamp. Right, yeah. And it's so full right
2: now, it's so full we have to drain it. So big. You got we, to drain it again.
0: More draining is needed. You're going to drain the whole fucking thing again and then uh you're you're back in business. So uh we my gotta god. got to drain
2: it. I mean, and if they listen. I'm not saying they're going to put me in some kind of prison, but if they do put me in prison, remember I told you before, it I'm going to do prison so great. We're going to make prison great <laughs> again and it's going to be maybe better than that. Forrest Gump movie where he's, you know, having trouble with his penis and such forth, but we're going to do great. I'm going <laughs> to, I could run the, I, you listen, they, they they don't even understand the law. I can still be president from behind bars. It's no big deal.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of coming around. I kind of want to see you in prison. Uh, by the way, great reference to the Green Mile there. You get extra points for that, sir. I'm, you're, you're kind of winning me over. Um, yeah, I, I've got a
2: I've got a Secret Service guy By the way That looks a lot like The, the black guy The tall guy In that movie Right yeah. He looks a lot like him He looks a lot like him And he could He could play that part For me so
0: well Yeah it could, it, He could play that part you, uh, We don't know See that's
2: the thing That's the thing That's the thing They're not thinking about If I go to prison I mean So is Let's say I Of course I'm going to win Of course I'm going to win If I win this And I'm going to win It's so big You're going to see My entire staff the Secret Service, our wonderful Secret Service, a beautiful Secret Service, and all my staff, the entire administration—they're going to have to go in with me. Of course, yes. So and we wouldn't—we wouldn't, wouldn't want to do that. We no, wouldn't want to do that. You're so, gonna—you—you.
0: So, hey, you're gonna rule the yard.
2: Oh, of course, of course. And, you know, I'm a proponent. I don't know if you knew this. We were talking about this on your program. I think the. Death row should be brought back. I think we should be killing drug dealers. We should be killing all these drug dealers. We would not have a, a drug problem in this country if we reinstated the
0: death sentence. I'm just saying okay.
2: I'm just saying it.
0: So uh, you're convicted of dealing drugs. They just kill you. I suppose
2: so. I mean, but I'm not dealing drugs. Let's be so honest about right. that. I mean, there were boxes. You know, they, when they raided my beautiful mar lago they found all kinds of things in these boxes that, you know, I don't know what they found in there. They could have put anything in have there. i could so honest about that. I, I think they put documents in there. I don't know who those
0: documents they, were hey, in my Those possessions. And those boxes may have been empty.
2: I'm an innocent man, big fraud, Zane, so innocent. And it's going to be, I wish you, you know what, why don't you call up the Fulton County Grand Jury and tell them that I did not tamper with the election, by the way. These people that tampered with it were, I mean, I don't know. It wasn't me. I well, mean, I might've made a phone call. I might've made a phone call or two, but I didn't tamper with anything.
0: Okay, sir. Well, um, you can save it for the, uh, for the big trial. It is going to and I'm sure you'll probably have 100% approval rating by then. Um, I oh, mean, of course. It, you, you it's have
2: unprecedented uh, to go after a former president, you know, you need so much more. You're going to need actual cases and things like that. We're I mean, unless these people assume positions where you don't have to do your job, you know. (laughs) The thing is, the thing is, we're going to expose, once we win this election, you're going to see, we're going to expose the massive corruption and fraud, and I know you know a thing or two about fraud, that takes place on a regular basis within this great country. And you can look at the corrupt Department of Injustice and how it's turned out to be the, what, the FBI with, all this fake news and the Twitter or whatever the fuck they call it <laughs> lies to Congress. It's crazy. The laptop from, from, uh, Joe Biden's little kid. What is his name? Hunter Biden. Right, Hunter Biden. Right, right. Such where's the news on that? I mean, I'm being so honest. I'm being
0: so honest. No, you're right. I mean, it, it has definitely should be a news story. Well, sir, I, uh, I, I, you know, I, I just tried to sweep that right under the rug, big fraud. And you, you're trying to sweep it under the rug too. Now you're trying to play the, Oh, I've got,
2: I've got other content. You can go talking for an hour No, It's John true. Domingo, it's- and now you're trying to get rid of me on the phone. You're such a piece of shit, Big project You know, your friend Your friend I talked to the other day, uh, huge, huge. What a great man, uh, the Michigan Sports Network, of course. <laughs> he understands things so much better than you. I mean, the content that I'm delivering to your show, and you're just going to sweep me under the rug and say, oh, that's all the time we have. I mean, I've been out for 10 <laughs> minutes, and you give John Domingo, what, 45 minutes to an hour? You piece of shit.
0: <laughs> God damn. Ah. Oh, Trump. Absolute legend. The legend of Trump grows continues. I didn't mean to upset him. I mean I, I've been talking with him for quite some time and you can't really I mean, the difference is when I'm ranting, it's uh, yeah, I, I can, I can, I can go for an hour, but uh, I can't let him go on for a, you know, a half an hour, forty-five minutes. Jesus Christ! Anyway, that's uh, the former president, happy as can be, over his fourth indictment. Uh, They are alleging 161 acts as part of racketeering charges. Uh, Mark Meadows, Rudy Giuliani, Kenneth Cheesebro, former Department of Justice official Jeffrey Clark, a bunch of other people who you don't know who they are. It's a 98. Page indictment centering on racketeering charges under the Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act. RICO, like the mob. Remember they used to use the RICO Act against the mob? It charges 41 counts, 13 of which Trump faces and alleges that Trump made 13 false statements in his effort to overturn the election results. Rudy uh, Rudy Giuliani, who served... As the personal attorney for Trump said, the indictment handed up on Monday evening amounted to an affront to American democracy. The indictment would do permanent irrevocable harm to our justice system. Giuliani, who was charged as an alleged co-conspirator, the former president said in a statement, he added, quote, it's just the next chapter in a book of lies with the purpose of framing Donald Trump and anyone willing to take on the ruling regime. They lied about Russian collusion. They lied about Joe Biden's foreign bribery bribery scheme. They lied about Hunter Biden's laptop, hard drive, proving 30 years of criminal activity. The real criminals here are the people who have brought this case forward both directly and indirectly. And you would be hard-pressed to find a majority of Americans who disagree with Giuliani. Don't even think for a second that the majority of Americans um, want to see this go down. I'm telling you, this is swaying the other way in an even more bigly way for Trump. People have had it. Finicky voters are going to be like, for fuck's sake, are you serious? This is He's going to win. I'm telling you, he's going to win. Mark it down. August 15th, 2023, I told you, he's going to win. It doesn't matter what the fuck he does. Okay, now do I want him to win? Well, fuck no, I don't want him to win. I would even take criminal Joe Biden over criminal Trump, but there's no fucking slowing this train down. Impossible. Impossible. Uh, Aram says, I agree with Giuliani. Nate says he's taking bets, not Nate in uh, Kentucky. Sean says, by the way, what happened to Giuliani? He was a hero to many after 9-11. Do you remember um, when uh, uh fucking Borat movie? Not, was it the Borat movie? Yeah, the Borat movie that Giuliani was in? That awkward scene? How did uh, Sasha Baron Cohen not get sued over that? That was so intense. Uh, Wolverine Bronco says, you mean criminal Hunter Biden, not Joe Biden. Oh, come on. Yeah, who cares about Hunter Biden being a criminal? Joe Biden's right there with him. He's a fucking liar. You can't tell me he wasn't affiliated with uh, with Hunter Biden and all of his business dealings. Come on, give me a break, guys. He's no better. Okay. Pick your poison on these two pieces of shit. Uh, Wolverine Bronco says no evidence yet, yet, yet. Hey, don't worry. I'd vote. I'm still gonna vote for Biden, but you can't tell me this guy is not a piece of shit. And if he's not a piece of shit, he's shitty. I don't know what's worse. Being a piece of shit or just shitty. And you can say someone is shitty for having dementia. Like if my dad wanted to go fix the toaster with a blow dryer because he has dementia, I would say, Dad, you're shitty at fixing the toaster. You can't use the hair dryer to fix the toaster. Well, I have dementia. I know. You're not qualified to fix the toaster with the hair, with the blow dryer because you have dementia. You aren't good at fixing toaster with blow dryer. Thus you are not qualified to fix the toaster. That's how I feel about Joe Biden. Uh, I've heard a lot of people talk about how we need to get rid of the two party system. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Fuck. Sometimes I think we're just in a world of hurt. Uh, Aram says, what did we expect when electing someone who has been in the Senate for 40 plus years? All right. That officially concludes my coverage on Trump getting indicted for the fourth time. Now, Well, you know what? I'm going to move on to the Michael Orr story, which is a bomb. We'll get to that in a second. Thank you to Joe Martinez visited my son's house from A&E Heating and Cooling yesterday. He found out that the AC is leaking. The Freon is flowing right out of it. Uh, Joe gave them options about how to repair it, and it's going to get done. Thank you, Joe, for getting that done so quickly, making time out of your schedule. Uh, you can get that same type of uh, top-level treatment from Joe Martinez when you need him for a sudden service call, maybe a scheduled service call, uh, hell, even a after-hours service call if you really need it. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, if you do need service to the um, level of a brand new install you're going to be taken care of with Joe 616 516, 85, 79 best in the business in West Michigan. Uh, go ahead and get estimates from the other guys and then compare them to Joe Martinez. Uh, there was one time full disclosure that Joe didn't beat someone from the competition, but then he made it clear to, I think it was Tyler. Why? Um, the other guys were charging what they're charging and why he's charging what he is charging. Tyler chose A and E heating and cooling. 616-516-8579. We've got racing this week, uh, weekend. uh God, what is my deal? We have racing this weekend at Berlin and you can get tickets by going to berlinraceway.com. when you buy them online. It has been quite an exceptional year. They're setting attendance records at Berlin Raceway this year because of all the hard work done by Jeff Striegel, Andrew Postma, uh, and everybody that works hard to deliver fantastic entertainment, affordable for you and yours at Berlin Raceway. If you've never been, do it. We took my backup wife, Sherry, there uh, on Saturday, and she goes, I cannot believe how much fun I had. And she doesn't know shit about racing, okay? But it was just great. The sound, the excitement, uh, the power at Berlin Raceway. The presentation is is top level. Uh, Berlinraceway.com, 15 and under, always free. Parking is free. After the uh, event, you've got a bar uh, underneath the grandstand called Sipshine, which is a local uh, moonshine maker. Those guys are doing amazing things. And uh, there's a band playing afterwards. It's awesome. BerlinRaceway.com. It's a great time. Like if you're like a new power couple, like Crazy Ashley and Mr. Striping, uh, Shoreliner Striping Tim Mayer, you guys should get Rakuki and Mrs. Rakuki and go uh, see the races. I'll even take you there. You should come with me on Saturday, the 9th of September. That would be fun. Wolverine Bronco says, hmm, the guy who has a criminal son or the guy who tried to overthrow our democracy. Yeah, tough decision. Uh, Cooks underscore 20 says for the first time, Hey, at Crazy Ashley twenty four. Ashley says, "Who's that?" Ashley says, "Let's just ban you now." Hmm. Megan says, "Sip Shine was at a golf outing. I was at that stuff. Could get me in trouble." The buttered pumpkin bread. What the hell? The buttered pumpkin bread? You mean the moonshine tastes like buttered pumpkin bread? Okay. So 2009, the movie comes out, Blindside. I think it was 2009. Which, by the way, Sandra Bullock playing the part of uh, uh, Mrs. Toohey in that film. Oh, my God. What a babe. Jesus. Um, She was Mrs. Toohey. Mr. Toohey, I don't know the first names, was uh, Tim McGraw. Actually did a pretty good job. Nick Saban was in that movie. There was a part of that movie when Nick Saban comes in and he's trying to um, get Michael Orr to come to Alabama. And uh, Sandra Bullock's character starts batting her pretty eyelashes at Nick Saban. And then uh, he goes into the living room to talk to Michael Orr about playing football at Alabama. And Bullock's line is, I find that man to be extremely attractive. Like, she was in love. She was flustered. I'm guessing that that wasn't even a line, Leanne Toohey. That wasn't even a line in the movie. She just said it. Because Saban, even at like 80 years old, he can pull so much tail. What is it about Nick Saban? Nick Saban age. He's 71. Nick Saban hot man Okay uh let's go over why chicks love Nick Saban This is a this is a real picture of Nick Saban right here There he is Now that might be photoshopped Look at him when he's young 1990 Nick Saban You know, he looks like a dork. He's a late bloomer because here he is in his 60s. He looks a million times more manly than when he was, like, in his 30s. What is it about old dudes that women find attractive? I have this happen to me all the time. Something about this guy, and I like that the filmmaker included that in the film that Leanne Tui was attracted to Nick Saban. I got to admit, he's a handsome fucking guy. Like even now, if he gets cleaned up, he still looks great. I can't, I can't put uh uh, uh you know my finger on it, but. Linda may be able to. She is just in love with that guy. Look at him here. He's all tan and handsome. Nick Saban current pick. I need to see this guy looking like shit. Cuz at 70 whatever years old, 71 years old, uh he needs to start looking like fuck. Nick Saban current pick. He still looks great. Son of a bitch asshole come on man Linda says he's aging very very well all right uh, I'm gonna have to separate you two uh, Sean and Wolverine Bronco we're, we're done talking about Biden all right it's a comedy show Let's not, like, break down actual politics here, okay? We've moved on. So that that's a yellow card. I should actually get cards like, like soccer. Yellow card, enough. We're moving on. Next one's a red, and then a, a, a black card. You're going to get uh, 10 minutes of timeout. Maureen says that he touched her. What do you mean by that? You mean like finger bang? Is that what happened to you? Maureen says, I loved him first and he touched me. He shoulder punched me. All right. Now the sisters, Linda and Maureen are fighting over, over the love of Nick Saban. What the fuck? All right. We'll get that story later. Anyway, Nick Saban doesn't have anything to do with this Michael Orr story. Michael Orr, uh, he was a troubled kid and, um, he, uh, was very athletic and big and strong and he had a horrible life growing up. He was the 11th of 12 children to his mother, his biological mother. And, um, he ended up. He he wound up going to this uh, school that a lot of affluent people sent their kids to in uh, Memphis. Somehow, and uh, he started playing football like in eleventh grade, and he excelled at it. And he was also very very smart. And that's one thing that Michael has said for a long time that he was upset with the filmmakers who made that movie was they kind of. Um, uh, characterized him as being um, s- slow to learn, or something was holding him back uh, on a either an emotional or a mental level, and um, he said that's that's bullshit. I, he's always been very very smart, and it's true. He's actually academically excelled. He excelled at everything, academics, athletics, and and whatnot. The story goes that. Uh, the twoies, Um they took him in. He spent so much time there that he kind of became part of the household. He was on, under the impression that they were adopting him. However, he was 18 at the time. You can't be adopted if you're 18. As he explains it, um, He it was made clear to him even though he's young, I guess he, I don't know what he's contesting that and saying, no, they, they told me they were adopting me when in fact they were putting it under a uh, conservatorship. Remember Britney Spears, which would mean that, um, uh, decisions about him, the twoies could make that, make those decisions. Okay. And, um, they were also boosters to Ole Miss, the university of uh, Mississippi, and they encouraged him to attend the school there, despite Nick Saban uh, coming to the house and and all this shit. And he ends up going to Mississippi. He spends two years there. He's fantastic, terrific uh, football player. He might've spent more. I don't know, but he was all like all conference two years and uh, drafted by the Baltimore Ravens. Um, He claims in his lawsuit where he says, uh, it was all a lie, and that the TUIs made tons of money from the film that um, he didn't pay attention. I mean, there was so much going on in his life at the time, what with the movie, what with football, what with becoming a professional football player in the draft. Uh, but yet, this conservatorship loomed, and they ended up pocketing millions of dollars. And then it wasn't till he started to hear rumblings. Uh, In his claim, uh, he's making the claim that not that long ago, like a year, year and a half ago or something like that, he started to get an idea um, that there may be something to the thing about him not being um, adopted and that it being a conservatorship. And then he finally found out like months ago and then he was hurt by that and pissed off by that. And now he's claiming uh, that millions of dollars were made in his name. Um, so that is substantial. That is quite a big deal. The petition, uh, to, uh alleges that the TUIs began ne- negotiating the movie deal about their relationship with or shortly after the 2006 release of the book, the blind side evolution of a game, which chronicled the story or claims, no, I've received nothing. The Tuohys said, we received a certain amount and we divided it between Michael, mom, dad, and the two TUI kids. It amounted to $14,000 and that's it. They wholeheartedly deny everything about this. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, intricate details in the petition that, I don't have the time to get into here. It's a 14-page petition filed in Tennessee alleges that Sean and Leanne, who took Orr into their home as a high school student, never adopted him. Instead, less than three months after Orr turned 18 in 04, the petition says the couple tricked him into signing a document making them his conservators, which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. Again, this just came to light for 36-year-old Michael Orr. I mean, this was the feel-good story of, uh, of the decade. That film made more than $300 million. Somebody got that money. Okay? And his claim is, are you telling? Oh, my God, I can't even concentrate. Jesus Christ. Look at the movie poster. Look at Sandra, Sandra Bullock in the movie poster. Oh, my God. Aye, aye, aye. All right. Stop it. Stop it. Or it's petition asked the court to end the two conservatorship. Like it's still going on. It's not like they're still uh, engaging the conservatorship to uh, hold him down. They only had the conservatorship at the time, I guess, uh, for the movie. And so, Orr's saying, well, this is all bullshit. He's also looking for a full accounting of the money. What happened to the money? Who made the money? And he wants his fair share of the profits. So my God, um, I don't know anything about conservatorships or proving it legal, proving it not legal. I don't know, but that is the bone of contention there says all monies made in said manner should in all conscience and equity be disgorged which is what I am not after seeing that picture of Sandra Bullock I would be engorged and paid over to Michael Orr Jesus the deal This all Two, all four Tui members of the family is having the same representative at Creative Artists Agency. The petition says, but Orr's agent who would, receive, who would receive movie contract and payment notices is listed as Deborah Brannon, a close family friend of the Tui's. This whole thing stinks to high heaven. My God. I'll link up the article. You can look at it yourself. But Sean Tui, the dad, uh, the uh, dad or the uh, uh, husband of Leanne Tui, who by the way is not even remotely in the same ballpark as uh, Sandra Bullock in that film. My God, um, Sean Tui is firing back. He's calling BS on all of the claims that Michael Orr has made, and says it's insulting while insisting he and his family made little money off of the success of the blind side. The guy, Sean Toohey, is using his wealth as, what do we need the money for? He had sold his fast food uh, chain, or whatever the fuck it was, for $200 million. So this guy is remarkably wealthy. Uh, He was devastated to learn of the accusation. He found this out Monday morning. He told the Daily Memphian he never tricked Orr into getting into a conservatorship, and he certainly didn't make millions off of it. Uh, Instead, Tui said the whole ordeal went down because the NCAA told him if Orr wanted to attend Ole Miss, he'd have to be considered part of the family due to Tui's status as a booster at the school. I sat Michael down and I told him, if you're planning to go to Ole Miss or even considering Ole Miss, we think you have to be part of the family, Tui said. This would do that legally. He continued We contacted lawyers who had told us that we could not adopt over the age of 18. So he's admitting it. Or saying, You told me I was adopted, but it was just a conservatorship. And Tui, Sean Tui is saying, No, you fucking idiot. We made it very clear to you that this was a conservatorship. He said to Michael Orr, "The only thing we can do, Michael, is have a conservatorship. We were so concerned it was the, it was on the up and up that we made sure the biological mother came to court. So they got to bring this chick who can't stop having Michael Orr's siblings, and brought her into court. Tui then sen, Tui then said he'd quote, of course, end the conservatorship if that's what Orr wanted.'" As for the allegations that Tui used the conservatorship to negotiate a big movie deal with Fox that netted massive profits for him and his family, Tui said it just never happened. We didn't make any money off the movie. Well, he says, well, Michael Lewis, the blindside book author, uh, author gave us half of his share. So the guy wrote the book and then the guy who wrote the book had however much, it was a $200 and some thousand dollars, I don't know what the fuck it was, 200 uh, and some thousand dollars to uh, sell the rights of the book to the studio, which he then did. Then he, the author gave half of the money to the TUIs who divided it five ways, Michael and everybody else in the family got $14,000. He said, and I don't need money. I had over 200 million. I just sold my fast food franchises. So if I had fuck you money, I didn't give a shit. I don't care about some stupid fucking movie. I just like the kid and I want Ole Miss to win. So we hired this gigantic man. Hired. We uh, 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 encourage this gigantic man to attend Ole Miss. And there we go. Thank God we didn't have him go to Alabama. My wife would have sucked Nick Saban's dick like all the women want to do. I believe Sean Toohey. I think, or I don't think he's lying. I just think he's misguided. I think he's been, uh, I think he's been, uh, you know, uh, convinced of this. Tui says, I will say it's upsetting that people would think I would want to make money off any of my children. He said, Tui also said the outlet is family and Tui also told. The outlet, his family and or had remained close in the years after the release of the blind side, though he began to notice a schism. I'm guessing contextually that means divide, but I'm not sure a schism. Forming about a year and a half ago. No question. The allegations are insulting, he said. But look, it's a crazy world. You got to live in it. It's obviously upset everybody. All right. I'm not saying Michael Orr is lying. I think that somebody got into his head and fucked with him. That's what I see. B.W. Ionia says, though it's spelled Uh, It's it's pronounced jism. Ashley wanted me to ban Rakuki. What is wrong with you, you dumbass? Rakuki, another legend. Another fresh face, handsome ref. What's the deal with refs? Why are the refs outside of Marcus and Scarpace handsome? You know, Marcus is a disaster. I mean, thank God he doesn't ref anymore. Guy can't skate. Uh, if, If you look at him from the other side of the glass, you turn to stone. He's so homely. Jesus. Doesn't even have a tongue. Can't even blow a whistle. Sorry, I'm just chirping. That's what you hockey guys call insults. He's just chirping. Uh, Rakuki and, and Mayor. Rakuki and Mayor walk into the room. And uh, you're at a bar and Rakuki and Mayor come walking into it. Instantly, the floor is going to be soaked. Uh, chicks are just going to start to cream right there. And it's like, oh, my God, you're going to hear the swoods when, when these two idiots come walking in there. It's not their fault. All they want to do is maybe get some mozzarella sticks, get a drink after a long day of work. And then uh, they, they got to deal with that. The floor is all slippery. It's unbelievable. Must be tough being that handsome. You bastards. And then Ashley insults him. She's like pals with him. Way to go, stupid. Idiot. My God, what am I going to do with this group? Bunch of dumbasses. Okay, so that's what's going on with Orr. Orr says, I I don't, I don't, I think he's just misinformed. I believe Sean Toohey. I don't believe that guy wanted anything to do with that fucking movie. I mean, he helped make it, he helped tell the story so that the author could write the book. That's all he did. The author sold the rights to the filmmaker. The family didn't sell the rights to the filmmaker. The book was written by what's his fuck. So I don't know what the fuck Michael Orr's deal is. And the family did uh, have him into their home and, and raised him as best as they could. I mean, it's not their fault. You were a grown man, you were over 18 when they brought you in. Sure, they wanted you to go to Ole Miss, they're boosters. You're a great football player, and they like you. They love you. Um, but for you to at you know what happens to people once they get to be that age that's how that's when people start to get fucked up. You know, mid thirties is when the retardation really kind of starts to seep into your brain. You know, the the conspiracies take over. That's how Trump was able to uh, brainwash all these fucking losers that exist in the U.S. now. My God. Kyle says he probably has an agent whispering in his ear, telling him he's losing a ton of money. Absolutely. I can promise you that. Believe it or not, I got to go pee again. I know the show's almost over, but I don't want to hang on to it and be uncomfortable and be in pain. So hang on. Before I get into it. B.W. Ionia is mistaken. Michael Orr did not receive a percentage of the profits from a movie about him that the Tuohys sold. Incorrect. That is not what happened. I just explained it to you, but you're not listening. (laughs) Let me go over the math with you and pay attention to the words coming out and stop typing. Because if you're typing while I'm talking, you're not paying attention. The TUIs received $70,000, which they split five ways. I know every piece of news has said the same thing. They're incorrect. This is correct. The story was not the TUIs, the story was the author of the book, who he sold the rights of that book for $140,000 to the studio. He thought it was going to be a flop. He took 70,000 of it and gave it to the twoies who then divided it five ways. And every family member, including them and Michael Orr, received $14,000. That's it. That's the transaction. Once that's the author's story, they gave it to him. The author, so they they uh, relinquished the rights to him. You have rights to the story. Write a book about us. That's how that works. Copyright law. And then he sold the rights to the filmmakers. That's it. There's nothing more to this than that. I'm sorry if you heard fake news, but that's what happened. Now that we're all in the same, this dad saved the day. They're 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 hailing the dad a hero. Um. I don't know if you, when you had kids, did you ever do something where you like stop paying attention to your kid and they like wander away from you? I remember one time I've told this story. Excuse me. Madison was born. We traveled from Tennessee to New Jersey like seven days later. Moved. Pulled into a cracker barrel. Got Jim, got Jackie, got Diana, who's recovering from uh, a cesarean section. Walking to the restaurant and uh, Madison, the baby, is still in the car. Remember that uh, scene from Jackass where um, Johnny Knoxville had the uh, car seat, the baby carrier on on like the roof of the car with no baby in it or was like a, a it was like a, a, a fake baby <laughs> and the reaction of people as he takes off with the thing on top of the car and then he turns the corner and then it rolls off. I don't know about you, but that would be so traumatic to see. I'm surprised he didn't get like fucking uh, uh, sued for that, you know? Jesus. Um, But anyway, this guy, uh, a ring doorbell camera captured this. The guy is like uh, walking out of his house. And uh, audio check, video check. Here you go. And uh, it captures this moment when the stroller starts rolling away.
1: Who will never again forget to use the brake on the stroller. It starts off like any regular day as this dad gathers his three kids for an outing. Baby is in the stroller. The doorbell camera captures what happens next. Oh, no. There goes the stroller with the baby. Fortunately, Joe... <laughs> kick in, saving his son from rolling away.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think it would have stopped on the grass, don't you? Are they making a really big deal out of something that's not a big deal? how did this news become a thing did they, they he had to have sent it in himself hey look at what i did oh, and here he uh, is oh okay this guy look t- one look at him you know he's gonna get his kids taken away from him there's no way that that's not gonna happen i was uh, on my way to church um uh, you know we were running a little late and you sprung into action what the fuck what is that I just turned around and I see him going. I'm sorry. They weren't on the way to church. Look at him. They were on the way to get meth. I rushed to save him.
1: Baby Saint is okay from... It's
0: a cute baby. It's a very cute baby. Saint is the baby's name. Hello, baby.
1: His bouncy ride down the driveway, thanks to Uh, Super Dad.
0: Super Dad? He's horrible. He fucked up in the front they're calling him Super Dad. Oh, I wanted the kid to say, Dad, you suck as always. Oh my God. I don't know if he's Super Dad. Um uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Trevi Fountain. It was completed in like seventeen fifty nine. Uh, Corey says that dude looks like a middle school dropout. Uh, it's it's a iconic piece of the uh, landscape in uh, Rome. A uh, giant Baroque uh, sculpture of uh, of this fountain. It's fantastic. Look at all these people there to see it. Uh, it's uh, look at this is an 18th century painting. Of the fountain. So that's the fountain. And some guy looks like uh, G.P. Panini, the inventor of that sandwich. He made a uh, picture of this back in the 18th century. So people have been seeing this thing for uh, centuries. It's fantastic. Here it is, a uh, 1769 uh, picture of it, hand-drawn picture of the fountain day trevi trevini or trevi not trevini trevi i'm saying it wrong trevi fountain idiot you got all these new dudes here this guy's humping a horse this guy's grabbing a horse by his hair horse is pissed off this guy's blowing a conch shell so that's fantastic Watch this. This crazy bitch decides she's going to go into the fountain and get water. This is a big no no. She's filling up her water bottle in the Trevi fountain. Someone, okay. The fountain police are blowing the whistle. She's in trouble. She just tromps over onto it. And there's signs everywhere that say do not do this. Do not approach the fountain. Stay away. This this is all that whole business about this is why we don't have nice things. And we see Rihanna is going to come up and yell at her. This is part of that whole thing where you see tourists doing dumb, doing dumb shit. There was a the one guy on the Roman Coliseum who like scratched his name in like Clark was here or Johnny loves Joni or something like that. Uh, it's a horrible behavior by people. Um, now, eventually, they end up leading her away. I'm assuming they, like, killed her or something like that. I mean, Jesus Christ. What the fuck is wrong with people? Uh, Corey says that water would be so gross. Probably. She probably just wants to save it and say, th- there's no way she wants to drink that, right? Do you think she she used that to, like, get a get a drink? Uh, back to the previous story. Corey says the guy with the stroller looked like a Zaniac. Yes, he did. He did have that former Zaniac look. I see those people and I'm like, hmm. So you like my show, huh? Yeah, uh, okay. I'm sorry. All right. Well, she got in some trouble. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen to her. Um. All right. Thank you very much to Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. That would be throat stab, throat slash. He saved in my phone as throat stab, Dale, but he's throat slash Dale. Uh, Anything power washing related, you need to call Dale. 231-740-4098. That's 231-740-4098 for Superior Cleaning and Power Washing dale is fantastic he uh, he does our property here in the backyard the front yard power washes uh the driveway the house the landscaping he does it all superior cleaning and power washing Schedule today an estimate free estimate at 231-740-4098 the last couple are for me if you want to advertise in the podcast send me an email on the shoreliner striping inbox eric at eric i'll tell you how it works Hire me on cameo cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I just did one for Ashley, um, for her boyfriend, Tim. Oh my God. These two, um, have hit it off and they've both just fallen head over heels for each other that they make me do all this silly, um, boyfriend, girlfriend, love stuff to do each other. They're just madly in love. So, I, you know, if you hire me on Cameo, you are the boss. So whatever you say goes. So she told me, I want you to talk about this and how sweet he is, and then this, and then this, and oh my God, I just love him. So then I say all that shit, and then uh, she sends it to him, and then they pork. Um. So now this is all, I'm kind of the uh, brainchild of that whole relationship. I introduced these two after two duds. I mean, there were two duds that I introduced Ashley, too, was horrible. And then finally um, struck gold with Timmy. And now these two, uh, Tim and Ashley, so we have to think up. You know how, like, when um, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner, they were known as, like, um, uh, Benifer, right? Um, or uh, A-Rod and um, Jennifer Lopez were, I don't know if they had a name, actually. But Ashley and Tim, would it be Tashley? Tim and Ashley, uh, does that work? I mean, I'm asking to call them Tashley. Tim Ash? Hmm. Asham? Asham? Ashley and Tim would be Asham. By the way, people who aren't subscribed are in an ad break now. It's like three minutes of ads. What a bummer for you. Corey's getting it. Uh she might not be here right now. If she is, she might be um No, she flew the coop, so she's not here. All right, no big deal. We'll circle back to that. Who is that lady in uh the, the White House that used to say circle back. Remember everybody got uh, got pissed off and would make memes about her saying, Sir, hey, I'm going to circle back to that. Let's circle back. What was it? The redhead. The uh, abnormally pink vagina. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my time. I appreciate you. Thank you. You are all fantastic. Yensaki is her name. All right. Love you guys. I appreciate you so much. I'll talk to you down the road. Patreon starts in a little bit. Patreon.com slash Eric Zang. Till then, bye-bye.